Welcome to Summer Nerdy Radio. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for all the positive responses for the 13 nights of Halloween. Obviously, it's our favorite podcast that we do. And apparently yours too. Yep, yep. It's our highest downloaded podcast every single year. We need some reviews now. Give us some reviews. Yeah, good reviews. If you hate us, just give us a good review, then hate on us. That's fine. You can't hate on us. That list was fucking Every year. Good work, Critter. Thank you. Seven years in a row. Just knocking it out of the park. Eight's almost done already, so. Next year's? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, get us some hints so I can maybe get a whole year in advance to watch the movies? No. No? Okay. We are doing uh, something that we did like two months ago. Was the Friday the 13th franchise. We're going to do the same thing with the Scream franchise. Yeah, continue on. Halloween's over, but it's still spooky for us. We, spooky seasons year-round. I mean, almost every month that we kind of do a something horror related or horror movie related anyway so we're it's it's the majority of what i watch yeah it is so yeah i I think it's in and if you've listened to the podcast uh from volume one to volume two you know that scream it holds a special place in our heart for sure and Uh, i think most people our age it scream is some people is their introduction to horror that's true. Yeah. Um, That's true. And a lot of people, uh, back in the day, you would probably call this elevated whore. That, that's also true. It's actually true. true. Yeah. Um, it was different from the things that were coming out at the time. It was meta, for sure. It was meta. It was before meta was meta. Uh, elevated whore is a word I also fucking can't stand. Well, and Scream tackles that. So yes, that, they do. I do love that about Scream. No matter what you think what what you think about horror, Scream tackles it. So. I, and they continue to do it, surprisingly. So well. As the, the genres change, horror changes, uh, Scream kind of just adapts itself to make fun and understand all the things that are happening. And also just happening. make just baller movies. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of just go down the list of all six of the, the Scream movies and uh, just talk about the plot of each one of them really quickly. And then we're each going to give our individual listing ranking, a ranking of, of worst the to best yeah and then we're gonna start with of course scream one from 1996. 1996 this is the og yeah this was a uh if you remember 1996 i was uh 13 when this movie came out but i remember the marketing for this movie really so what, what i was do you remember i was just pretty pumped up for this movie whenever the marketing was coming in, it was a lot of drew barrymore which is people forget that she was even in this movie oh, in this man. franchise, but she, she's she the first kill. Off. Yeah, she yeah, leads. Well, it off. she's the second kill in the, in the in the movie. Technically, technically in the franchise. Uh, but I remember them advertising the hell out of Drew Barrymore, and I went and seen this in theaters. Okay. So uh, my dad w- originally took me to, st- to go see this in theaters, and, and I kind of been in love with this franchise ever since. Yeah, I, first time I saw first time I saw it, I didn't see it in theaters. No. Um, I remember I was at my friend's house, my next door neighbor. We watched it, and I was like, "Man, this is awesome!" Yeah. And I think it's in general because I like whodunits. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. even when I was a kid, I was re- reading Agatha Christie books. So, like, I mean, they're super short whodunit books, you know. But I like the twists and turns, and that has grown with me my entire life. I like the guessing who it is. I like being wrong. I like mm. being right. It's just fascinating. Trying to figure yeah. out the end yeah. of the movie. And then, like, you go back and try to figure out the clues. And, yeah, they're there. But they're I, sometimes I feel like they're just not real. <laughs> and we've talked about this on the podcast. This is Scream 1, particularly, is a movie that I wish I can go back in time and watch again for the first time. I agree. Without knowing the killers, without knowing the hints that they give throughout the movie. I think about that every time I yeah. rewatch this franchise, and I rewatch this franchise a lot, quite a bit. Yeah, I do too. It's actually as much as I love Jason Voorhees, 
And the Scream movies are all good. I, I agree. Yeah. There's I think this is the most well put together franchise yeah. out of any horror genre. Any like we're going to give our rankings later in the podcast, but the ranking is literally just trying to judge which one I like a little which bit is, least. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like they're all my favorites. How do I decide? Like they're Sophie's all my choice. kids. <laughs> Sophie's <laughs> choice. How do I uh, like? Who am I okay with if someone like catches a bullet or something? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but the original one uh, is uh, we're gonna go with spoilers too. Uh, so I'm, if, I'm fine with that. If you haven't seen any of the Scream movies, we're gonna ruin probably all of them for you. So stop this podcast. Go watch all six of the movies. And, and then if go you back haven't seen them, get off your ass. Yeah, and shame watch on you. these. But the uh, the two killers that happened, Stu and uh, Billy Loomis, uh, Skeet Ulrich and uh, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, perfect fucking killers. Oh. Yeah. And they do the entire movie of telling you that they're killers the entire movie, especially going back and watching it over again, just to be surprised that they're the killers at the end of the movie. It's so well put together. And also just seeing what a cell phone looks like back then. You remember yeah, that? huge. You could beat somebody. Somebody gets beat was one. <laughs> like, so. uh, Oh, man. And they talk about cloning cell phones back in 1996. Like, do you yeah. think it could have been cloned? I'm like, I don't know how to do that now. <laughs> yeah. And you have teenage kids figuring out how to clone shit? Yeah. Get out of here. It's shenanigans. Shenanigans. They had the Zach Morris phones back then. No, no, no. They, they, they were, were they, smaller. Yeah. They were the ones that looked like the Motorola with the bottom That's right. that flipped yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Zach Morris phones. Uh, love that you knew exactly what I was I'm, talking yeah, about. Yeah, and I knew you were wrong. <laughs> I also loved the voice changer. I remember the voice changer. Yeah. It was basically Talkboy all over again yeah. for me. Because they, they just talk And they had that... The guy that does the voice, I forget his name. He's done the voice in all of them. In right? all of them. Yeah. Hold, I, hold on. I, I got to look up his name because I, I feel like this dude deserves it because it would not be a franchise without... And he's credited as the voice. Roger Jackson. You know, he's a big time voice actor in video games and stuff like that. But, I mean, like, his voice is pinnacle. Like and it's perfect. And I, I I remember like my friend had the voice changer, and it it didn't do it. You no. didn't sound like you Roger didn't sound Jackson. like that dude. Yeah, you know, yeah, I was like, man, I thought I'd have a sweet ass voice. No, still my stupid ass high pitched voice, but more robotic sounding. It's stupid. I hate it. I wasted money. <laughs> I dressed it up as Ghostface in ninety seven. Dude, I remember Ghostface was a normal costume before this yeah, came out, yeah. and then the price skyrocketed. Well, which I, had, I loved about the movie. Talk. I had a knockoff one where the, it was green and it glue in the dark, which is just the yeah. stab thing, which yeah. is even better. Yes, so it they is. captured that I, I i do remember that this ghost face was like a normal costume yep. and i do like how in 1996 in the original screen movie they talked about you could pick this up anywhere you, you could have because that was just like and that was one of the genius costume. of making the killer something we all seen before this movie younger people will not know this but if you were in if you are in your upper 30s close to 40 you will know that this was a costume that was just readily available before scream it was like you could get it at Walgreens. This was a last-minute pickup type of thing. And this is it. This was beautiful how they did it. Yep. First movie, classic. It's unbeatable. It, it would be on my list of favorite movies of all time. Oh, yeah. If easily. I, if, if when we finally get around to doing our, our favorite movies, yep. this will be in my top yep. ten. Scream 2 came out in 1997. Uh, it got more meta. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Right after. Um, it was Nev Campbell again as Sydney Prescott in college. Uh, she's a little wiser, a little bit tougher. Uh, but in the movie universe, they are making movies about what happened in the first one in a franchise called Stab. Stab. 
uh, which is crazy. Uh, it, it, that's a, a through line that happens throughout the entire movie. So the, every rest, single movie the rest of the, rest of the movies is about stab. things that happen in the stab, which is just their real lives on film, played by famous actors in those movies. It's great. So this is this is where she's in college. She's with Jerry O'Connell, uh, which I like. It's it, it's her boyfriend. She's, I, I to me it felt like it was years. It felt like years because she felt like super more mature, yeah, yeah. and she felt more like it was noticeably more badass as soon as he saw her. Like yeah. she was no more bullshit, no more. Like she was a little bit na- naive in the first one. Uh, she's still a badass, but she was a little bit naive in the beginning. You know, like I'm just a teenage girl. Now she's like, now I'm a college age girl. Fuck you. Mm. Try something. Mm-hmm. And um, you got Timothy Oliphant in there. I feel like I screw up his name. I love that guy. I like that guy, too. And, but I screw up his name every time. The, the killers kind of come out of nowhere. So this is kind of when they establish that the killers could be anybody. Yeah. And, and that's kind of... Literally kinda, anybody. And, and the, the beautiful thing is, like, now they're just studying... The, in the second one, they're studying movies. They talk about sequels. In the opening scene of them talking about, you know, like, oh, what what sequel is better than the original? And they, of course, talk about Terminator 2 mm-hmm. and the Godfather Part 2 and things like that. Meanwhile, they're filming a sequel. Just meta, meta, meta. Of course, you get the killers come out, you know, scream happens, scream people die. You get your killer reveal for a really dumb reason. Again, it's his his motive. It's, it's not about the movie. Now it's about the trial. So... Mm. I, I like that. And he goes, I'm going to do this and it's going to make me super popular. Everybody has this weird thing to want to be, you know, influencers before it influencers were influencers. And then you had the introduction to Billy Loomis's mom. Yes. Who was a straight up psychopath. Yes. Like. Apparently the whole family is psychopath. Yeah. Per- except maybe the dad. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what Possibly. seven holds. <laughs> so moving right along. Once we discover who the killers were, Timmy, uh, Timothy Oliphant and Billy Loomis's mom. Uh, we move on to Scream 3 and the year 2000. Uh, this one takes place in Hollywood. Hollywood. Um, they're filming Stab, Stab 3. 3. Um, <laughs> they lost the original characters. They recast Sidney Prescott and recast a couple people. They made Dewey. Um, Dewey, which is played by David Arquette, which we haven't mentioned yet. Oh, well, well I, you know, that's a shame because I, I yeah. love Dewey. Dewey yeah, was yeah, such Dewey's a great like character. Dewey's a great character in the series. So. But in the first one, he seemed kind of hapless, which was not fair because mm. he definitely, you know, Everybody was like, kind of like, felt like Dewey was like, kind of low in the totem pole, but he was in the in it. Surprised I haven't mentioned David Arquette, him being a friend of mine and everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised too. Let's get him. A, let's get him on the phone. Call him right now. Uh, I'll call him right now. He probably wouldn't answer. He's a real busy guy, you know. Yeah, he's too busy. Uh, but yes, this one takes place in Hollywood. Uh, it's it's cool because they're in Hollywood. Dylan was like very old school Hollywood, making a horror movie on sound sets that have the town that they're from. Um, West Westboro. Westboro, yeah. Yeah, and and David Arquette's an a, a advisor, a, advisor yeah. security person too. Um and the the great thing about David Arquette's character Dewey is that he is constantly suffering from his injuries from prior movies. Yeah. Like in the third one, he's a little bit more healed than he was in two, but it feels like the second and the when he got really like well, you thought he was dead in the second one because that mm-hmm. one was bad. Maybe the stab healed him a little bit because they recut it so they could make him heal better or something. I don't know. It's kind of like dry needling. They dry he dry needled his spine a little bit with a. And knife. That kind of goes was ongoing thing was all these movies. They, everybody in these movies gets stabbed shit ton. Oh yeah. I have, like, had a splinter and couldn't walk in my hand for, like, 
three days. You I, sliced your finger almost off. Yeah, I almost cut my finger off, and like I felt like I handled it pretty well, but it still and it I, I got no gore warning or anything. He just sends me a picture of his cut open finger, and I'm thinking, oh shit, he needs help. Like I needed to get you to the hospital or something because I'm thinking you're bleeding to death at your house. I straight by up yourself. I straight up just I did a thing, you know, like people buying a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did a thing. So Scream Three, Dewey's kind of, kind of, kind of the main person in this. Yeah, you got Courtney yeah, yeah. Cox is. Like, what the hell hair? I don't know what was going on with that. I met Courtney Cox. I, I forgot that I met Courtney Cox at Lambert's uh, restaurant in Alabama, home of the throwing rolls where they throw the rolls at you. Right. I met Courtney Cox there when I was like 10 years old. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> and then I hung out with David Arquette, you know, 30 years later. Yeah. They're not married anymore. But <laughs> They weren't married then when you hung out with David no, Arquette. No, I, I wasn't. But. They were. In three, that's when they actually got married. Like his proposal, like yeah, that yeah, was yeah, right yeah. around the time they got married in real life. But anyway, her hair, awful. I yeah. don't know what was going on with that. Yeah. I, I want to say it's 90s, but I don't, I don't think it's 90s. I don't, I don't, it's not even early 2000s. Yeah. I don't remember anyone with that weird, like, I cut my own hair look. Yes. That's what yeah, it looked yeah, like. Yeah. It looked bad. Parker Posey was in this, and she played Gail Weathers mm-hmm. in the movie A Stab. Yeah. And it. And she's just as annoying as so, she is in every other movie. Oh, my God. Which is a testament to her. You know, because I've, I've seen her in interviews. I don't think she's, like, annoying or anything like that. But she plays an annoying character in literally every movie she plays This in. The the Scream 3 that took place in Hollywood had everybody in it. Yeah, yeah. It had Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It had um, uh, Patrick Warburton as the body as a real bodyguard, and he tried to, you know, he tried to big dog uh, that's right, yeah. David Arquette. And David Arquette's like, man, I've been stabbed, shot. I've, I've come out of this twice. <laughs> Like, oh, this is a Miramax movie, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why Jay and Silent Bob. And, yeah, okay, yeah. But it takes place, in, like he said, on the old, and it takes, uh, it's a trilogy, so they tackle trilogy tropes. Mm-hmm. You know, it all goes back to the beginning because, again, what's his name? Good director. No, what's his what's his name? The guy, the guy, uh, Robert Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy yeah. uh, was like. You know, he he was always the movie guy, and he made an appearance as a videotape on this one. So he's like, oh, the throwback, it's a three, you know, everything's going to happen. It all goes back to the beginning, everything you knew, you know, everyone can die, there are no rules anymore type of thing. It's the same rules they give in literally every movie. Yeah, uh, he whatever. They all have rules <laughs> that they do, but uh, three was kind of like... I don't know if they were trying to wrap it up or whatever. They gave Sydney a happy ending. Yeah, I, this definitely felt like the end. Yeah. And I think it was because, I mean, we didn't get another movie. This movie came out in... 2000. And we didn't get the next movie... Until 2011. Until 11, 11 years later. When in 2011 was Scream 4, that's when everything was getting rebooted or remade. And they were smart enough not to remake the movie, just to continue the story. And they tackled that. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. So this is the same time that Chex's Chainsaw Massacre and Friday the 13th and when the Michael Bay era of remake of horror movies were coming out. And they were smart. They just continued the story. Yep. And then they threw in the original characters for good measure. Yep. Nev Campbell came back. Legacy character. We'll tackle that in five. Uh, so they came back. You had some some new things. They t- they have Stabathon at that point. Yep. You know they had uh, that Stab was, is like in this universe it came into like a cult. Yeah. Fi- and, following. and and that's and they in the very beginning had that weird fake beginning where it was Stab and then it was Stab five. No, no, it's Stab six because then it had what's her name Anna Pequiao and then yep. Kristen Bell. Yep. And. Kristen Bell stabbed Anna Paquiao because she's like, you always talk during the movie. 
Yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's. I forget that. I forget that's the opening of the movie. Yeah. And it's funny. And then it's like then yeah, that stab six, and then oh, stab eight's completely off the rails, and they tackle that. But it's again. I know this is low on a lot of people's list because I people do view it in the same view of, of reboots, and it kind of is. Mm. But they definitely manage to to tackle it in a way that's it's it's fresh uh, and not. Lame. As we said at the beginning of the podcast, the screen this is still this is low on a lot of people's lists, on including mine. Uh, but this is still scream. Yeah. This is still good. The kills are good. Ghostface is always good. The thing this movie lacks is the killer. It, it, they're just not intimidating because when you no. see the killers, you get the it's what, two tiny girls. No, it's it's one of the Colkins. I forget which one. Yeah, not the one from Succession. The other Colkin. Yeah, and then uh, what's her face from what's her face? See, forgettable killers. Well, no, no. I'm trying to remember. She was on some Nickelodeon show. Okay, yeah. That's it, Emma Roberts, yeah. and she was. She was a Nickelodeon star from Emma Roberts. Yeah. No. Um, let me hold on. From a show called Unfabulous on Nickelodeon. Sure. Well, I just remember her from early like Nickelodeon stuff because um, she just kind of started popping up, and now she's like playing in like rom coms and slasher movies and all kinds of other stuff. It's just really kind of strange seeing her. So she's a killer. She's a she's a petite girl, and then you have Rory Culkin, Corkin. also like kind of meek, kind of meek in the movie. Mm. So you're just kind of like this dude is. Straight up, like Which is brutal killing, going, and these, thing. and the thing is about this one, it's very they're they're making their own, they're making the move from the perspective of the killer, so that's their whole take on this. They're and, filming it, and are the, they taping it? Yeah, and, and they're it. they're brazen, they're do, yeah. attacking in like like in groups and yep. big parties while people are still there with video cameras around and taunting people with cameras. It's 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 pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And then they uh, take on Nev Campbell, knowing that she survived this three other times. Yeah. Uh, and then we go into the more modern ones. This one came out, uh, Scream, which I hate that it's called Scream. Just It's Scream 5. We're going to call it five. what it is, and everybody knows what it is. It uh, came out in 2022. 2022. Uh, so it's more recent, but then it it's... You get a new, whole new a cast whole of characters. New cast, and then you have your legacy characters, as they call them, in the movie. They address that. Come back. So good. Oh, we forgot to talk about David Arquette again, and I yeah. don't mean to do this because David Arquette and it's kind of a, 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 a main character. <laughs> and, and four, he's sheriff now. Oh yeah, that's right. He's, yeah, he's yeah. and and this is the only time he wasn't really hurt until the end in four. So now back to five. Now he's this kind of grizzled, kind of like I gave up on life. I'm no longer with Courtney Cox in real life and in the movies. Yeah. Um. I mean, but he's. He's that kind of like salty guy that these uh these people after the attack, this girl gets attacked in the beginning. It's Jenna Orte- Ortega. Jenny Ortega. Which before she got famous, uh, this was before Wednesday and stuff like that, and then like she kind of got it big, de- definitely between this movie and the next movie. Yeah. So she's yeah she's like the first girl in the movie, and then she kind of she doesn't die, but she doesn't it's like die. A luring yeah. thing to get the main character who's who has the name Samantha Carpenter. There you go. There's another one of their their mm-hmm. things. John Carpenter. <laughs> they I love how they do that in all these slasher movies. They just love each other. A lot of love between them. This or movie, hate. I don't know what it is. This movie also introduces the twins. 
Oh, yeah, the twins. Which are Randy's nephews and niece. Yep. Uh, Randy is played by... Uh, Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy in the first two or three movies. But uh, the niece is a movie fanatic, a horror fanatic. Yeah. So it's the same kind of thing. She can call Loves elevated movie. horror. She, she, she's the one that I feel like possibly uh, mainstream the term requel. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. they have the legacy characters, which would be David Arquette, Courtney Cox, Neff Campbell. And they bring them back. Um, and saying that, you know, like, oh, they could be the killers now, like all that kind of crap, you know. And it's like, again, the whodunits and everything. And I love David Arquette in this movie. He's like, how long have you known this guy when they sh- uh, Sam shows up with uh, Randy Quaid's son? I forgot, yep. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. And, and uh, he's like... Jack Quaid. Uh, Jack Quaid, I'm sorry. Uh, not Randy Quaid. He's it's in the Dennis Quaid, yeah. Um, he's like, it's, how long have you... Oh, a couple months. It's him. It's him. <laughs> it's him. Like, oh, get away from him. Spoiler, it was, it was him. him. And he calls, he's like, he got it on the... First try. <laughs> uh, just also, like I said, the, the twins, uh, uh, the, but the, the the boy in the group, uh, Chad, yeah. uh, he's, he's my favorite character in all the screen movies. He's awesome. He's like super positive. He's like he's that funny. stereotypical jock, but nice, he's not nice, an uh, asshole. It, and he's he's also fearful. Yes. Like that girl's like, let's go up to the room. He goes, no. no. <laughs> he goes, I'm, I'm 90% sure it's not you, but I'm not 100%, so I'm not going anywhere with you. <laughs> uh, this movie also has Skeet. Oldrich show back up in the movie as like a vision of uh, his daughters. Yeah, and they de-aged him to look like he did in Scream One, but he's... he doesn't look much different from he, that. He he looks quite a bit older. He, he looks even older, from the obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he it's still. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's dimes. It's like Kmart version of Johnny Depp. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, but this movie has some brutal kills. It's oh, like your modern kills. horror movie kills. So we've gotten a lot more brutal, I guess, most because we're all desensitized. And so not to, to forget, do. David Arquette has the best. He gets killed the best. He does, other than the person that kills him is a 100-pound girl. Yeah, don't believe it. I uh, don't believe it at all. <laughs> I mean, she literally picks him up with two bleeds. Like, and guts In the stomach, and guts him. Um, but David Arquette does die in this one, which is probably the only problem I really have with this movie. But it's so good. This is... That these are two movies. We watched this movie right when it came out. Um, well, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, and right with when it my came buddy out Grayson, on, uh, and then we, I made you watch yeah. it with me again. And it's recently I went and watched all of them again, and I realized how much I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, and then this year, Scream Six came out, and just again rapid fire. And and this one, I feel like I feel like you didn't weren't thinking it was going to be good. So I didn't. When it got announced and Nev Campbell was all the controversy that happened was that they didn't want to pay Nev Campbell to come back or they didn't want to pay her what she was worth, she assumed, uh, or, or thinks, uh, to come back and redo the role. So my instant thought was, well, no Nev Campbell, no Scream. Mm-hmm. Like, if she's not in the movie, then I don't really need to see a Scream movie without her in it. Well, And, and, and really, this, this actual storyline... Really shows that she doesn't need. No, to be she in doesn't it. need to be in it. At and all. it's not that I don't want her back in it. Yeah, and I would imagine she probably will come back eventually and yeah. everything like that. But but this movie, after watching it, and I just watched it recently, uh, didn't need her at all. Yeah, and, I, well, because because the, the villainy, the the storyline, and the it, now this becomes revenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is now a revenge thing, which they've never really done. No, this one, the the killers are a different motivation than. Other than maybe Billy Loomis's mom uh, in the second movie was right. was kind of revenge, right? Uh, but this one, the whole movie's based off of revenge. what happened in the previous movie, yeah, and 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 directly to five. So now it's like it's kind of own thing. Sam is now the new Sydney, yep, 
and which might be kind of psychopath. I mean, it's being not a, kind of. She, she is. is a psychopath. She's on medicine, but she, but in the best way. I mean, I I would definitely like right her and your next girl. Those would be the ones I want on my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> or yeah. I want to be on their team. I should say. But yeah, uh, Jenna Ortega has a bigger role in this movie. She's kind of throughout the whole entire movie. The tw- the twins from Five are in this movie. But- everybody, everybody kind of is, and and this, and it maybe it's getting a little bit because I mean, like everyone kind of survives, mm-hmm. which is whatever. A lot of people die. A lot of people die. This is the more the most brutal one out of all of them. I love this one. This one has scenes that stand out in my head because they're daytime kills. Oh, the convenience store oh. this is the first time you see Ghostface walk into a store and jason Voorhees, everybody in the store yeah like just hacking and slashing and blowing people's brains out and just 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 hacking and slashing like jason Voorhees, and, it's and then the grabbing only a gun and you've never seen Ghostface use a gun yeah, yeah. as Ghostface, which is kind of a tell for uh, who it could have possibly been as the killer I, I, actually any of the killers it, it's a very big tell and actually i don't want to ruin this one this is the newest movie that's came out, so I don't want to talk about the killers in this one. Okay. All right, well, and I think this one is worth watching if you haven't seen it, especially since the movie came out this year. All the other ones have came out so already. Before so before we get into the ranking, I want to say one more thing about Six, which I really loved mm-hmm. about Six, was was the subway scene. Because yeah, yeah, they're yeah, riding yeah. the subway, and, and, and it's not for a reason that it adds to the story. Is that it takes place during Halloween and everybody's in costume and just looking around and there's scenes. like four or five ghost faces in that scene. Ghost face. There's Jason. There's Freddy. Mm-hmm. There's Pinhead. There's the Babadook. There's a taxi driver. But y- y- the more you look, the more you see. It's like it's so fun to actually watch that scene over and over and over because you'll see new villains every mm-hmm. time or new movie things and you're like oh man i i love seeing all this stuff and i was like man i'd love to go to a halloween costume party where everybody dressed like that yep not as a slutty freddy or i mean i'd be down for that yeah i'm but... cool with that too <laughs> um but yeah uh six is the and they're they announced number seven um which is writer's strike i'm sure it will be three four five six seven eight years from now or something but i mean well it's a slasher movie the only reason why there's ever gaps is because they feel like they ran its course. They dr- bled it dry. Yeah. And they're uh, wrong. They're always wrong about slasher franchises. They can always keep going. When, whenever you think you're done, you're going to have haters no matter what. But just keep going. But Push through. The Number five and number six really proved that they can literally do anything with Scream. Yeah. Like they can literally kill all the cast. Have a whole new set of cast that has a loose basis to somebody that was in a background character in number one. And then they can base the whole entire franchise off that. Yeah. Which is kind of genius. They make the movies forever. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. Uh, so uh, we're going to go ahead and give our ranking since you hopefully seen all these movies before um and if you haven't if i had to guess you probably haven't seen four five and six recently rewatch those 
Um, well, if, or you may have not seen five and six at all, but definitely check those out if you think they're not if they're not worth your time. I promise you, they're worth your time. So let's get ahead in our, into our ranking, and we're doing from worst to best. Mm-hmm. And when I say worst, I just mean our least favorite because they're all good. These are all good. I like all these movies. It's like picking your favorite kid. Yeah, which, I do. Which, have a fa- I do have a favorite kid. That's <laughs> <laughs> like which you don't do, but we're about to do right now. Okay, fantastic. Uh, you go ahead. It was your number six. All right, so. At the bottom of my list, and I know this is controversial for you, Chris, uh, it's Scream 3. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. And and the only reason why... You're not I, wrong there. The but... only reason why I put Scream 3 at the bottom was because the acting of everybody else yeah, in this pretty, movie it's pretty bad. is bad. Yeah. I mean, not from, not from the main people. From Scream 2 and 1, they're fine. Mm. And then the final scene from Scream 3 validates that movie as being good because... Everything from the third act is amazing. Yeah. From that old time Hollywood ho- mansion. That mansion, that the killing spree, the reveal, the brutality of it, yeah. the, the creepiness of it, it's all really good. Yeah, yeah. My number six is Scream 4. Also acceptable. Uh, it is the most forgettable movie for me. I to- When we were talking about it earlier, I totally forgot even who the killers were. I don't care about them. They're the least like intimidating killers they're the, the 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 most forgettable killers but that all being said the movie's still good uh, i like that movie it's just the movie i watched the least out of the original four anyway yeah i i, I kind of like it um so but it's it's my number it's my number five pick yeah. so it's right, oh, that's I'm your right number five with... not bad again it's just scream four yeah uh, yeah. uh my number five is which is going to be <laughs> controversial Scream 2. Absolutely dog shit placement, but yeah. <laughs> I uh, want to know your reasoning for placing I, it so low. I like that movie. Uh, Jerry O'Connell's in it. Uh, Chris O'Connell? Jerry O'Connell? Jerry. Jerry, yeah. Uh, which I really like. There's just something about that movie. It's the one I usually, like, I'll put it on for background noise. I like the movie. It's good. It's fucking awesome. It's just amazing kills. It's really when we start to see this the Stab franchise and... The fucked upness of just that, the college town killing stuff, which is right up my alley of horror movies. I love, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. sorority and fraternity murders and stuff like that. It's just where it falls on the list. Wow. So no real strong. Yeah, There's I, no real reason. Okay. Other than that, the other movies on this list, I like more than this movie. Okay. Interesting. Interesting take. Uh, I do. I do disagree with that, but mm. it is what it is. Uh, all right. Uh, what's your number four then? uh screen five okay that's my that's not my number four as well okay yeah uh screen five is i forgot how much i literally enjoy that movie until i rewatched it recently to do this podcast yeah it is so good and the problem with this pick and the next two picks all of these could probably be interchangeable at any time i, I could probably change it this order up other than the first one mm-hmm. uh number one Pick, these movies can just probably be entertaining. It, it is really cool, like you know the reveal, like you're in Stu Mocker's house, and like it does that kind of long, long draw out mm-hmm. camera move, and it's like what? I love seeing the house. Yeah, when they're in it, the boyfriend and the, the that's the killer, and this one was the the 100 pound girl that's not believable at all as a killer. <laughs> but- well, I believe her as a killer, just lifting David Arquette up. 
with two knives through his abdomen. Yeah, she it's, also takes on Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox. One's been shot, one's been stabbed at the end of the movie. But this is Nev Campbell established badass. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. Like, she takes on both of them, and she also does get caught on fire. And, I mean, she's beaten up pretty and shot badly. a couple times. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's it's, it's it's not good for. Uh, her. But this is when they announced this movie is the when I was like. Ugh, do we really need more Scream movies? And then I watched this movie with you, and I was like, all right, I'm down yeah. for more Scream I movies. I mean, in Jack Quaid's reveal, him as a psychopath was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. He's such a good actor. Yeah, he really is. He's likable, even as a psychopath. Yeah. He, kinda, yeah. he has that Matthew... Maybe that's what it was. He had that Matthew Lillard kind of vibe. You like him, but he's, mm. like, bad. Yeah. But you're like, ah, oh, no. I, I, He's a bad guy, but I don't know. He's still kind of cool. Um, but this is really where you see Sam Carpenter's yep. like yeah, brutality yeah. when she stabbing him and he's like crying. He's like, "What about my movie?" And poof, no mercy with her. Oof. Fuck your movie and slits his throat. <laughs> <laughs> so like he, she she doubled, triple, quadrupled, twenty time cat uh, tapped that dude. That dude was gone. Your number three. My number three is Scream Six. That's my number three too. Yeah. So fun. So cool. Uh, uh, it is a great continuation. This is, uh, again, the same thing uh, like we were talking about earlier. When it was announced, I was like, not on board was it. Nev- no Nev Campbell, no Scream. But then this movie takes place in New York, and uh, Jason takes Manhattan. Like it, it, The convenience store f- uh, scene alone, alone is, is, re- really wa- is re-watching. The reveal of the killers at the end of the movie, like I said, we're not going to ruin that part. Uh, is really smart. Didn't see it either, which is normally you can kind of see it. And maybe I'll go back and watch the movie again, and you might be able to see the tells. But it's really smart, and it's just, a revenge thing. And it's and is, it's just it's the most brutal of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, sure. I can I, I will tell you this: what I really like, and it would be one that could easily creep up my list more, which is saying a lot to me, is the rewatchability of this. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one has the second most rewatchability, in my opinion, to the first scream. Right. So, I mean, there we go. Yep. I mean, I'm excited for seven because of this one. Yep. We'll see where it goes. Right, and my number two, I have Scream 2. And we know how Chris feels about that. <laughs> I, again, it's I love this movie. It's good. Uh, Buffy's in this one. Is Buffy in this one? Oh, Buffy's yeah, yeah, in yeah, this yeah. one, yeah. This one had a lot of other like big names in yeah, it yeah. again. You know, like... You just you kind of forget about it um, a little bit, but uh, uh, all the screen franchise always has this. Like uh, uh, going back to six, it had knockoff um, Margot Robbie in it. Yeah, uh, she's the first person to get killed in it. Oh, but I couldn't believe it. that broke my heart. But I also loved it because like someone that popular and yeah. that great. Yeah, yeah. And and if you remember her, I made you watch Ready or Not, which is another movie. Yep. Uh, uh, she's good in that, and she's also in the uh, Babysitter, Babysitter on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I like she's. I probably should know her real name because I enjoy her so much. But uh, knock off Margot Robbie. Because <laughs> even I was watching the movie with my wife, and she's I, like, "Well, isn't that uh, Harley Quinn?" I think I think her name's like Samantha Weaving or Samara Weaving. Sure, Hold she's on. Australian too, so she got to talk with her accent. And the- Samara Weaving nailed okay. it. Cool, good work. Okay, yeah. so what I really liked about Scream Two was that. It showed Nev Campbell more badass. Mm. She's not naive anymore. Yep. She still gets caught up in jams because people still like underestimate everything that's happening to her. Right. And um and this kind of set in stone the don't trust anybody thing. Mm-hmm. Like you you can never trust your best friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Anybody can be the killer anytime. And this is obviously what gets carried on through the rest of the movies of yeah, me and you were really good friends and 
me and you are going to hang out, but we both think the other person's the killer, and they do that throughout the whole rest of the movie. So, and and this is also where it gets a little bit more brutal too. Yeah, because I mean, like the the Dewey kill scene or lack thereof kill scene was still brutal. I was like, the fact he survived that just just shows how how you know tough he was. But I mean, he he took it hard in yeah. that in that sound booth. <laughs> that was that was a tough tough watch. Uh, and then my number two is Scream 3. I just love that movie. I, honestly, man, I, I like the... It's in Hollywood. I love... It has this old school it does have Hollywood old, feel they, to they it. They reference yeah, that quite yeah. a bit. It's the backlots B-movie time yeah. period from the 60s. Like even the, the mansion that they're in at the end of the movie, or the last act of the movie, I just love... That's what I envision being in Hollywood, being a movie producer and stuff like that. I just like that movie. I, well, I also like how he was a single killer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The technology for his voice changer was stupid. Yeah. Too stupidly good, which was annoying. But overall, I mean, he was a great bad guy. Yeah. I, yeah his, yeah. his, his, you know, when he was doing his reveal, it was awesome. It was believable. I mean, even though, like, it seemed kind of like it kind of out of pocket. He was like, what? She had a, he had, she had a brother? Like, come on. Sure. Sure. And then, but they kind of painted up like, oh, well, she was like this in Hollywood. And that's where, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I'm the one that trained Stu and what's this, you know, Billy and all, all of this. Which a lot of reconning happens in the screen. You know, every time there's a movie, something gets added to the original plot. It doesn't retcon it. It doesn't retcon it. It, it just, just gives you more information yeah. that wasn't given to you before. I mean, like, I feel like they would have said, like, some guy was helping us, but they never did. They never did. Well, they died. Well, so they, I mean, like, they could have said in the beginning, like, with a little help, you know, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like that. But well, obviously, this is like George Lucas writing Star Wars, you know. Empire Strikes Back and having no idea what he was going to do in Empire Strikes Back when he it's, wrote Star Wars. It's so. true. I mean, we do have Wes Craven to at least he did all four of the movies. Mm-hmm. So yeah. figuring it out as you go, whatever. But three, I just yeah, I I out of uh, out of the original one, obviously, which we're about to both get into. Three is the one I watched the most. Wow. So. Okay. Interesting. Two, I loosely kind of fast forward through, or I'd put it on the background. But three, I loosely pay attention to, just like number one. I don't know. Like the last scene is kind of like all I really care about in three. Oh, I've I've never just started it from that scene, yeah. but that's where I'm really peaked. And then both are number ones. Pretty Big obviously, here, yeah. yeah. Scream original, 1996. Uh, it is the it's the OG. Like I said earlier, it's uh it's been imitate it so many times a movie when you watch another movie you go ah, that was scream yeah. you know like it's it's scream it became an instant cult classic without even being out long yeah 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 uh the amount of and i feel the scream series doesn't like it gets glossed over a lot but everybody recognizes screen number one as fucking genius yeah so well i mean it was it was the beginning of the i mean it was right around the time Wes craven did new nightmare yeah so he was doing his meta phase i guess yeah. i don't know but maybe he, you know i know this was a spoof of his genre that he helped invent yeah i i think spoof is not the best word uh i think uh, meta is the I meta think it's yeah. more accepted way they started to describe it but it was meant to be, be a it, scary movie but it was meant to be a spoof it was yeah. of the sh- franchise because it is very much less stakes of like you know the killer being like 
totally unstoppable. It the 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 unstoppableness came from not knowing who it was. Mm. You know, not like yeah, it was a killer you can't stop, you can't get away from. Ghostface is a stumbling, bumbling idiot mostly gets beat because up a it's lot. Yeah. a stumbling, bumbling idiot in the costume. Yeah. <laughs> so and it wasn't it wasn't until later on they started getting bulletproof vests and things like that. You know, like it's kind of like they have to improve it every time because mm. they they wing it. Yeah. They're kids. Yeah. You know, they're just figuring it out. I I I think. The acting in this is awesome. Every time I watch it, I mean, the only thing that really dates it is the technology in it. Other than that... Yeah, they have tapes still in this movie. The cell phones... Bad cell phones. The the computer. Oh, yeah, yeah. She she dialed 911 by AIM. (laughs) Was that a thing? I'm sure it was. No, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, Scream 1, yeah, yeah, it's fucking, it's, would almost be on my perfect movie list that we did, you know, a while back, you know, it, it is literally in my top, you know, 10 to 20 favorite movies of all time. It's definitely in my yeah. top 10. Which, I, well, my top 10 has got to be like 100 movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really need to make a top 10. Yeah, we actually need to make a I, list of, like, And I'm going to be like, this, this is it. This, this is it. This is what top it's going to be. Top 10 30 movies. Yeah, because I I think it surprises people how much I like movies. And, like, uh, when I talk about my favorite movies, like, really? Those are your favorite movies? I'm like, mm. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I would have never guessed that you just like the stereotypical, like, favorite movies. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah they're good. <laughs> like, yeah, just because I like movies doesn't mean I, I, I'm deep thinking <laughs> all the time. All right. Well, that has been our podcast. Thank you for checking out our ranking of the Scream movies. Uh, let us know. It's pretty hard to disagree with this list now. I mean, it's uh, rearranging these movies in any order is probably right. This is this is a this is a we're calling this a, like a list podcast, right? It's a list podcast. Yeah, it's not really okay to be wrong because there's really no wrong way to put this. In it, the it's order. it's interesting where you put stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, but if, if a, you don't have Scream One as your your favorite, yeah, I'm interested. That in would why? be wrong. No, I'd be interested to yeah, know why. Sure. Tell me. Yeah. Like, what about it? Is it something that, like, that I Time. don't know? Yeah. I don't know. Tell me. Are you younger like than us and like the 2022 version more? Yeah. Like, you know, that's that's possibly a thing. It might have been the first screaming movie you watched. Get It'd be ed- interesting. Get educated, kids. <laughs> It's the classics. It's the classics. You gotta, you gotta watch the classics first. Uh, so anyway, uh, we'll be back in uh, you know a few weeks with another podcast. We also you know coming up, we got the Christmas list coming up at the end of the year. Yeah, looking forward to that. We also got another double feature coming up here probably in the next couple of podcasts. So if you want to send us some movies to watch on the double feature, let us know. Yeah, well that's that's always fun. I feel like we always try to outdo each other on weirdness. A hundred percent, my next double feature is gonna be, it's gonna be bad. You told me that. Yeah, and I'm not excited for it. Prepare yourself. Uh, so anyway, uh, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the other social media websites that we are on. We are on every single podcast app out there. I'm pretty sure. So leave us hearts hugs subscribe up, like it subscribe, listen, just listen to it share it with your friends if you're at work just put uh, it on put it on mute your computer if you don't have comp- speakers on your computer who cares just play it yeah load us down yeah load it thank you <laughs> thank y'all we have been your hosts I am Snarf Chris I'm Critter and good journey nerds good journey nerds